attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about anyone suffering a personal and career-ending tragedy after having played the Invincible Man of Steel are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Brandon Routh's career? This is not a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is an actual emergency. If this were a test, the alert you just heard would not have been followed by instructions. But since this is an actual emergency, here are those instructions. You guys okay? Oh my god. You alright? Yes. That was crazy out there. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to make it in here. Fortunately, I found the tunnel yeah. and, you know, Karen? was able to... Whoa. Yeah, 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 I'm alright, I'm alright. Okay. Well, kind of nervous. Uh, well, everybody, um, welcome to a rather unusual episode of the Movie Showcast. Yeah, we are not broadcasting in uh, what will most likely be our final broadcast we will ever air from the Movie Guys Bomb Shelter. Um, I should explain, in case of emergencies, our actual showcast facility, the Admiral's Club, walls itself up and plummets 50 yards below the surface of Burbank, California, to this bomb shelter, where we will continue to communicate to you amongst VHS copies of <laughs> Battlefield Earth and Catwoman. Yeah, Paul, uh, as you know, it's though, smart. during any emergency, uh, it's important to just keep going on with life. Do what you normally do. So I think, I think it's best if we just do the show that we would normally do. You mean do movie previews, talk to guests? That yeah. Kind of thing? yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, Lee, I don't know if you, you saw this, but After Earth, the internship and the Hangover Part 3 are in theaters now, so the apocalypse is clearly upon us. Paul, I don't think we have time for any of that shit. I mean, I don't even think we even have time for the top of the show plugs. You mean explaining to everyone that the movie Showcast, part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire, is ground zero for all things movies and comedy? Where we preview new, what's new in theaters? I mean, normally, yeah, that's what our show would do if we weren't, you know, dealing with the world ending outside. Yes, but you've got no time to tell everyone that each show is filled with rants, sketches, previews, characters, jokes, bits, and more. You just have no time. Adam's right, Paul. Time is of the essence. With the catastrophic events taking place outside, we really have no time to tell everyone that they can catch our show weekly on iTunes. Just search the movie guy. And not to mention SoundCloud. Exactly. And and we're the fate of the whole Earth not up in the air right now, allowing us to have more time here in this mortal coil. And you wanted to see the show cast? You could do that on YouTube. Oh, my God. People outside are wow. getting yeah, restless. The crazy. Riding has begun. They yes. don't have an Admiral's Club to save their lives. I guess, I guess. not, but these walls, I thought they were thicker than that. I can hear them perfectly. So if those people really wanted to use this time wisely, they would go to the movieguys.net where you can really find all of our stuff. Oh, that's true. But look, we don't have time for any of that. No. no. We don't no. time to preview no the time. Seth Rogen comedy This Is The End and the long-awaited superhero epic Man of Steel. Mm -mm. But one thing I would like to do is talk to independent filmmaker Yelena Popovich and actor oh. Alexander Zisiadis about their new film, L.A. Superheroes, in the second half of the show. That's a good mm. idea. I hope they can find their way here. Yeah. But I don't think there's going to be a second half of the show to even worry about. Oh. What with the disastrous crisis taking place outside. I mean, there's no time to say follow us on Twitter and at the movie guys. Or at Facebook.com slash the movie guys. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. We need to be thankful for... We found safety here in the bomb shelter, safely huddled amongst copies of Mars Needs Moms and Alexander. So what the hell is going on outside anyway? What have you guys been seeing? Paul, I think well, there's a biological apocalypse happening outside. Okay, I should bring yeah. this up. Is that why you're wearing the mask this whole time? Has the air turned toxic? 
oh no, the dog farted in the car on the way over here. Uh, yeah. But there was a brown cloud hovering over the city. Oh, that's always there. This is L.A. Yeah, and then John Cusick gave me a ride here to the show in his limo. Hmm. Okay, did you see a movie premiere anywhere? No. Was he charmingly aloof or was he serious and harried? Serious and harried. Okay, that might mean trouble. Yeah. Okay, I, actually, Paul, I, that could I, be I, the apocalypse. No, no, I, I think it's the robo apocalypse is happening. Oh. Whoa, yeah. that's Holy worse. Shit, really? Yeah, I, I just saw a T eight hundred disguised as a sheriff from a small Texas town, and he was, you know, trying to stop people from, you know, doing stuff. <gasps> so they're taking over, man. Okay, look, I think actually that you saw Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Last Stand. It's on Blu-ray. No, no, oh. Paul, I'm telling you, the robots are taking over. They're turning our technology against us. I doubt that. Yeah, well, then how do you explain my credit card being rejected at Chuck E. Cheese? What the hell were you doing at Chuck E. Cheese? And someone keeps hijacking my computer with porn sites. Look, I've told you before, just turn on the pop-up blocker on your web browser. It, it, well, listen to what Siri just told me. You are all going to die. This has been a message from Cyberdyne Systems. Whoa. Cyberdyne. Okay, that might be a problem. Yeah. Paul, I, I'm pretty sure we have a zombie apocalypse, actually, on us. Are you? Uh, uh, upon us. Is that right? Yeah. No, I mean, the robo-apocalypse theory, I understand that. But yesterday, or I mean today, I saw all these people walking around mindless, humorless, and without expression. You work in an office, right? Oh, okay. All right, true. But then tonight, I saw someone eating brains. Adam, you live in Koreatown. <laughs> all right, yeah. fine. But how do you explain that I saw on the news, I just saw that Killian Murphy is the only person left living in London. <gasps> Okay, well, that might be something. Oh That's God. apocalyptic. Look, guys, there just might be a robo-zombie bio-apocalypse. <gasps> oh! Not a robo-zombie bio-apocalypse. It. That's easy it. for you to say. As we discussed before, what can you do about it? Stuck here amongst these copies of The Adventures of Pluto, <laughs> Nash, and Cutthroat Island. Oh. I say we go on. We go. I say we go on and we talk about <laughs> this is the end, right? The new comedy from Seth Rogen. Hollywood comedians tackle the apocalypse. Oh, I'm certainly in the mood. Yeah, yeah now. But will they provide more laughs than all of those left behind books? Let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> this is the end. Beautiful friend. And you thought running out of jello shots was a bummer. While attending a party at James Franco's house. <laughs> Hollywood's hottest alt-comedy A-listers, and Craig Robinson, <laughs> are confronted with Judgment Day in the end of times as fire and brimstone rains down on Tinseltown. A party at James Franco's house. What could possibly go right? Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Press reports are saying that to be authentic, Franco actually got high for the role. Well, oh, well. <laughs> and again, he gets high for every role, but here it actually counts as character prep. Oh, if only Smell-O-Vision were still around. <laughs> <laughs> Aziz Ansari, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride, Michael Sarah. This is a who's who of people Seth Rogen could potentially butt-dial. And they all seem certain to meet their doom. So you know what that means, don't you? It means if he can somehow make it through the apocalypse, then Joe Piscopo's back on top, baby. If you enjoy watching Michael Sarah getting sliced by a lamppost or Aziz Ansari getting face-kicked to his death, <laughs> yeah. then this film is for you. And Rihanna dies, so I'll go. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> and Chris Brown gets to stick around. Unfair. And did Jonah Hill gain weight for this role? Yes. Though no one asked him to. Mm. Hold up in the swanky Hollywood Hills home of a movie star when the world ends? Must be nice. Figures. 
With my luck, I get stuck in a slab ranch in Canoga Park with ranchero <laughs> music blaring from next door and a chicken running through my backyard. <laughs> Nevertheless, let's uh, play a clip from this film. Son, we should just stay in here, fortify this bitch, and take inventory of all the food we have. We got 12 bottles of water, 56 beers, Nutella, CT Crunch, a Milky Way. Can I have that Milky Way? No, you can't have the Milky Way. It's my special food. I like it. I want some of the Milky Way. I'd be pretty bummed if I don't at least get a bite of the Milky Way. What you want, son? Since this is pattern after the book of Revelations, here's my biggest revelation. They still make Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> this is the end, seems to be, starting off at the box office with good numbers. But Superman is right around the corner. If overall this bombs, Rogan, Franco, and the gang are never going to live this one down. Or at least never go to another Hollywood party again. Yay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I want to see that. Hey, everybody. Rogan and, Rogan and Franco are here. Oh, man, the world's going to end. But I'm with you, uh, Karen. I, I was surprised Cinnamon, homemade Cinnamon, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch still existed. I but know. what cracks me up about that ad campaign is that they promote it as homemade cinnamon toast. It tastes just like homemade. <laughs> Have you ever had the boil-in-a-bag cinnamon toast? Did you, get the, <laughs> did you get the microwave cinnamon toast? No, all cinnamon toast is homemade. That's a good point. There is no uh, like microwavable cinnamon yeah. toast. And the stuff you order out at the restaurants is always horrible. That's true. Who, who That's makes point. cinnamon toast? I Show of hands. I do. Cinnamon f- oh, toast yes. or cinnamon French toast? Really? Absolutely. Cinnamon toast, absolutely. I don't absolutely. think this is French toast, honey. No, it's just no. toast, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't have that kind of time. French toast cereal I would eat. This brings up a good point. Is cinnamon toast crunch French toast or regular toast? It is a regular toast. It is regular toast because they did a special box one time that was French toast. I remember that. They had a wow. special Whoa. thing where they made <laughs> yellower-looking uh, cinnamon toast crunch. And it and was but called it the, still uh, tastes like checks with some cinnamon on it, right? Is that just me? We put yolk coloring in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when Cookie Crisp came out, and oh, I thought, this I is Cookie Crisp. Throw the rule book out the window. We are now eating miniature cookies in cereal <laughs> okay. for breakfast. The thing that's the problem with that, I love that for two reasons. One, I love cookies and milk. And two, there's a dog on the box, and that's awesome. The little burglar dog. There's a dog on this yeah. Cookie Crunch? The little Cookie Crunch has burglar, his little guy. Oh, okay. And yeah. so does RCA. Oh, that's awesome, too. But the only thing is, Delicious. RCA doesn't it? rip up the top of your mouth. <laughs> That bit like Captain that, Crunch? Yeah. Oh, oh Captain Crunch and Cookie Crisp. Captain you have Crunch to let, should be fucking illegal because yeah. it just destroys your mouth. Have, your you mouth. Ever, have you ever tried to eat an RCA? It's horrible that, on your mouth. That could be hard. Kids can eat a Captain Crunch because they heal quicker than adults. <laughs> <laughs> but adults should not eat Captain no, Crunch. No, it's hard on your body. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, Seth Rogen and everybody sits around. They have conversations like this, and, and they then go, they just, and they go, "All right, CT Crunch reference done." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so hippie, you Paul. CT Crunch, CT well done. Crunch. Is that what the kids are calling it? And that's what they called it in the trailer. I oh, did they? Oh. Too. Oh. The CT Crunch, and this is a too. just a, an absolute hipster fest of C- funny people. Yeah. Oh, I know that's they're great. having a blast too. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dream. It's a it's a dreamcast, but then you know that doesn't always go right because like Mystery Men was a dreamcast. Yeah, <laughs> but this is like a dreamcast doing like dream stuff written by them. You know, it's just a completely uh, yeah. It's like it's like a clubhouse gang like turn mm-hmm. on the camera and get the clubhouse gang together and I'll just watch the clubhouse gang do anything. Yeah, wise assery will abound with a written by credit. So I wonder yeah. really how much or just they're fucking around and how much is written. Yeah. I mean Rogan writes a good funny line and but 
I bet you that's like, Danny McBride, just say some stuff and we'll roll and then, you know, we'll take the best thing. God, he can turn anything into just uh, awesomeness. Like yes. the, the attitude that uh, Danny McBride brings to every sentence he speaks is uh, rather pleasant. Yeah, he makes it thick with like asshole. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, he's just the best dickhead ever. And that is the great thing. That's the worst cereal, thick with asshole. Thick, thick with, with asshole. asshole. That messes up your mouth. <laughs> I take thick without. TWA Horrible. crunch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, you were saying. Uh, forget what I was saying. He takes something. No. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm going to this movie. I, and yeah. I can't believe I haven't yet, because it right. opened yesterday. We're previewing it, and it opened already, and okay. I'm not happy about that. It's I the end of the world. What were we supposed to do? You can't just go willy-nilly running well, around town. going on out there, Seeing movies. Does your uh, web page uh, refresh to Yahoo News? Does not. Oh, well, then you might not know this story. I love people who go, hey, did you hear? <laughs> yeah, I, I have the internet. I heard this, yeah, too. Yeah. But uh, I will bring up the fact that it turns out they were, when they were originally shopping this, they wanted Daniel Radcliffe to play the James Franco Oh, role. so they were they, for real? Yeah, like two years ago or a year ago, they gave it to Daniel Radcliffe. And um, who's the other guy, not Seth Rogen? I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. His writing partner. Oh, Evan Goldberg. Evan Goldberg um, was quoted as saying, well, he turned it down because it was shitty. And it was. Ah. They, they said it wasn't quite where they wanted it. And he and Daniel read it and he was like, nah, Right, I, with I James Franco. That's, where, that's <laughs> well, where I would want it. It seems like a natural. You'd think they'd have written it for him. What I was going to say was, uh, like, they're all playing themselves, but in the best manner possible, they're playing dickhead versions of themselves. Right. Which is what, like, always, uh, um, like... Uh, uh, um, Except for Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah, she's, she's not playing, playing a likable version, version. Of herself. A likable version of herself. <laughs> you say the Rat Pack, kind of like the Rat Pack used to. The Rat Pack. No, I was thinking of like the TV show Extras. Like everybody on that, like, yeah. uh, um, yeah. plays a dickhead version of themselves. See, and that would be that's where Daniel Radcliffe was a, a dick too. Oh, at one he point. was on. So that. it might have yeah. been familiar ground uh, for him. To do but that. these guys are just going to play great dickhead versions of themselves. I think. What does it say if you're not in this movie? You know, it has so many great celebrities, and then they well, didn't call you. We're so not in like this like movie, a, Paul, so I don't think it says much. Well, you know, <laughs> if you're an A-lister. I don't e- think it means either, either you're doing this podcast, or you're going to be in Grown Ups 2. <laughs> 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 That's really how Hollywood operates. Now, the thing that sold me on this movie first was... busy doing Grown Ups 2. <laughs> I couldn't do the podcast tonight. The internship didn't look funny. It wasn't. Hangover 3 didn't look funny. It wasn't. This looks funny, and mm-hmm. I think it also may have benefited from a red band trailer. What does that mean? It means that it's uncensored. Oh. I learned, it I learned this recently, too. R-rated trailer. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, boobies. it's R-rated. It's not totally uncensored, but it's R-rated. Are there boobies in red band trailers? There can be. I'm trying I to remember Piranha 3 Double D. They mm-hmm. had a red band trailer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But there were no real boobies in there. Not real ones. I, my Piranha 3 Double D uh, knowledge is shallow. Oh, well. <laughs> it's more than most is what you should have said there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got it all mapped That's out true. for you if you need right. We did preview it. Shit. I, yeah. I can tell someone that Hasselhoff is in that movie. My right. grandma couldn't tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, I think when you when you can for a comedy, if you got the goods, go red band trailer. It's, I mean, there's a red band trailer out now for Meet the Millers, where uh, Lee, you're gonna want to see this. Jess, Jenna, Jessica, Jennifer Aniston is a stripper. Ooh. Whoa, there you go. Oh, the trailer is. She really is just ideal. the sexiest woman out there. I think so. Yeah, ideal. Yeah, she is. She's she's <laughs> a perfect combination of cute and gorgeous and sexy and innocent and slutty and. I digress. I and think that, we need to leave Lee alone. That closes this. Right, and yay. she plays herself. Now what these guys oh, were uh, the to Lee, play bitchy version. <laughs> what these guys were missing to ensure their safety was some kind of survival guide oh. at the end of the world. That's true. And I think it's safe to say we watch a lot of movies, so we kind of know what to expect. But to fill everyone else in, the government has actually issued a pamphlet letting oh. you know how to prepare and what to do during a potential world-ending emergency. Oh, I got one for everybody. They're right here. Uh, 
in the bomb shelter and under this copy of Event Horizon and next to Treasure Planet. Do you see it there? (laughs) Please move larger than life so I can get my Move uh, the postman out of the way and go ahead and grab yourself Uh, a... I'm putting this Bill Murray larger than life where everyone can see it in the movie bomb shelter. Now we should uh, go over this uh, for everybody at home. uh, Oh, this is uh, handy stuff here actually. End of World Survival Guide. How to survive oh, a yes. robo-pocalypse. Oh, good. Well, because we, we aren't yeah. sure if we're what we're going through. Yeah, well, that's the first step is to identify the apocalypse that you are experiencing. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, which apocalypse are you in? Which apocalypse is happening now? I'm well, convinced. for a bunch of them. Now, you're not referring to it in the plural there, but it's just fun to say, isn't it? Apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, each, each individual apocalypse of the apocalypse. There you go. Ellipses is. So a robo-apocalypse is coming. What do you do? I Well, I would, uh, I'd get off the grid. Yep. And Ooh. it says here it's best to go live in the woods, build a colony in the desert. That seems to be. Uh, I personally would go full Amish. Just full <laughs> Amish. I would you, even grow the beard if I had to. You mean you'd start making quilts and do some good woodworking? I would. And great beds. Raise a barn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, a barn. Oh, here's something that's interesting, and this what? is probably something half of us have already done. Switch to PCs, so there's always a chance that you could give the robots a virus. This oh. is oh. wonderful. Yes. You stick yes. with Mac, that's only gonna that makes gonna sense. Make the that's only gonna give them an ego, give right? them a fighting chance. Yeah, these, now these you robots. Wanna... Well, and, all Macs are made of one substance. I don't know if you know that. They can just absorb it into themselves and <laughs> yeah, become smarter yeah. and faster. The PCs, PCs are uh, mostly the plastic. memory cards from yeah. here, and the, uh, the keyboards from there. Mostly Play-Doh and Legos, buy a right? Separate right. monitor. Yeah. Um, Robo-apocalypse, they say, learn to cave paint, which I'm not sure what oh. that... And but you'll be starting your technology Well, you've got to pass on your... You've oh, got to pass heritage. on the story yeah. of the warrior Max to the rest of what the... What happened you here? You can do it through cave painting or song, if you'd like to. And then it says, finally, start hoarding... Hoarding? Start hoarding petroleum, oh. jelly, and fuel, oh. which I thought was interesting. Oh. Who knew? Oh, yes. Yeah. So. Might need to be slippery. In the now, that is if it's a robo-apocalypse. That's right. good to know. So. To, to, in case you have, like, a Mad Maxian future with no gas. Was that Robo? Yeah, I guess. And then you need to uh, start the uh, the world all over again. You'll need the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been starting worlds in my bedroom yeah. for years. Yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> with that jelly. I, I just want to say, Paul, that I'm looking jelly. at this handout from the government, and I just want to comment <laughs> that the government, they, they spare no expense, but there's no <laughs> pictures on it. Well, they Normally, don't want to panic anybody. Well, they figure you can figure it out. It's just on high t- too many words. Look, the world has ended. You've got bigger problems than... Uh, Usually you know. they have diagrams. This the government... This is like a safety card in the airplane. Right. This is serious. This was printed <laughs> out on a PC with clip art, not a Mac in, in Adobe Illustrator. All right, well, even though it doesn't have any pictures... <laughs> I just want to say that also here they have some stuff about how to sur- survive a biological apocalypse, which oh, is what okay. I think oh, good. might yeah, be going on. That's true. Earlier. First of all, you're going to need currency, so you need to stock up on your cigarettes and your paper. Oh. So oh, this yes. pamphlet will be worth something. And if you smoke, you can join a gang. Yes, you could be a smoker. We have yes. plenty of copies of Waterworld here in the bomb <laughs> shelter. <laughs> oh, so we should also get a jet ski. Absolutely. Yes. Why yes. would you need a jet ski in a biological? Yeah, be- because, because the world will be covered in water. Yeah. Oh, oh, what are you going to oh. tread water? You can't gotcha. do that for a while. Gotcha. Plus, Maybe. you want to form up a gang and smoke with them. Yeah. And it's cool to <laughs> smoke on a motorcycle, but you can't do a motorcycle because there's water. They, so won't, have, they won't have CT crunch gangs in the future. <laughs> it's all cigarettes. <laughs> all cigarettes. Uh, also, I just want to say this is just my own addition. Don't fuck a monkey. Is that written down there? Because I, I'm, You should <laughs> I write it all down. I Don't fuck that. a monkey. Yeah, I, I got to be all honest right. with you. That's a policy I just. Maintain in life, no end matter what. End of world or no end of world. <laughs> it's easy yeah. to avoid the viral apocalypse if that's the main cause. Yeah. I think. Now this one's kind of uh, specific. Uh, knock 
incoming asteroids off their path, but don't shock the phantom wave. I don't know exactly I what no that idea. means. That's don't know what that means. Sounds like a dance. <laughs> I, I oh, don't know. Is that the uh, yeah, font? I don't know. No. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's. Uh, what is it? Isn't that, uh, who's that scientist that said that you could, oh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, the oh, science the guy. Science guy. Yeah. Not Bill Nye, the science guy. Mm-hmm. No, of course. <laughs> and yeah. lastly, this one I 100% agree with, and I can't believe I do not have mine on, wear a tinfoil hat. Of course. They are both fashionable and functional. Well, lo- luckily, it also uh, it has some tips here because I told you what I saw earlier and, and what I saw on the news, but this uh, this will help you survive the zombie apocalypse. Oh, there well. it is. You know, I stopped reading after my section. So I'm there's more information you. here. No, the yeah. zombie We don't know what's going on 20 yards above us. 50, <laughs> it's very, the hell. Yeah. 50 very yards high. In Burbank right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're all secured down here in the bomb shelter with, with a copy of K9 and, and Snow Dogs. <laughs> Snow Dogs. <laughs> and Speed 2. And Vegetable Classics Lentil. Progresso. But, but listen to For this. Now, now, I think, because if I need to go upstairs, you know, if I need to go outside, I, I want to be able to survive the zombie apocalypse, which is what I'm convinced is happening. Of course. Now, they've got all kinds of great tips here, uh, obviously, to, uh, you know, avoid, because the zombies enjoy brains. So, Mario Kardashian. Oh, yeah, yes. there you go. We'll That's be a good devoid move. of zombie food They're not right gonna quick. S- no <laughs> swarming. No swarming zone in that house, right? Yeah, the zombies are not knocking on that door looking for brains. Yeah, you've yeah. seen World War Z. There's no there's no swarming around the Kardashian house. <laughs> uh, oh, I do like a... Speaking of the Kardashians, I do like a good shawarma. Mm. Ooh. Isn't that Armenian? That's an Armenian dish, right? What is with you tonight? <laughs> I'm telling you. Move to L.A. <laughs> no brains there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we're in a safe zone. There's another, I think Lee just another... proved that. So we're set... <laughs> That's it, everybody out of the shelter. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> and uh, of course, you know, the uh, of course, uh, red red states are going to become a little more safe zones, a little more p- a good place to go. Um, I mean, of course, for the dumb people. Right. No, the, the brains. Are you yes. again brains. saying the brains? Oh. Mississippi, yeah, well, most Georgia. of the tips here are uh, just you know, kind of kind of flock around uh, <laughs> dumb people. Now, I, I happen to know some smart people in the Midwest, of course. So you really got to be careful. You can't just go broad. But yeah. I but I would say. Uh, <clears throat> I would say, uh, you know, a comedy show. Oh, you know where where we Dollywood, probably a good place to go. <laughs> I've been to Dollywood, and that is a good place. That's to go safe because you are going to find lots and lots of pockets of smart people and stuff like that. But I don't know Dollywood on a good day. I mean, even smart people that go there get a little dumber. I think we you're did. Just yeah. I think you're looking for more, but I think all you're going to get with a zombie apocalypse uh, plan is just. Stay away from brains. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't even give much more advice you than know, that. Yeah, the last tip here is go to community college because, uh, you know, Yale obviously going to be. <laughs> you know, gonna World be War Z takes place par- largely in Yale. In New Haven. <laughs> you know, yeah, New Haven. Mostly in New Haven. <laughs> I, I was just kind of going through your list of zombie apocalypse things. Oh, it's Adam, the government's list. The government's list. Yes. I think you should just hang around with me. I've done all these things except marry a Kardashian. So. <laughs> You're safe. I'm safe. Wait a minute, just Karen. Just hang out with me. You've been holding out on us? You got a jet ski? No, oh, I, okay. I'm not ready for the biological apocalypse. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's it. That's what the government recommends. You know, you you can uh, just don't hang around Roland Emmerich. I think it's really <laughs> the only thing you got to worry about. Stay safe, hey, America. Hey, that was currency. You should hold on to that. No, oh, yeah, we're gonna smoke that list later. Yeah, that's when how we they, go to uh, start apocalypse jail. You get cigarettes and paper. That's Great. Right. That just uh, <laughs> if you if you didn't crinkle up your I did pamphlet, not. just put it there in the table next to you, the copy of Ishtar and Land of the Lost. <laughs> That's perfect. Now, should the world survive the antics of a gaggle of stoned LA comedians, it will still need saving. Mm. And there's no one better to call on than Superman, subject of the next film Lee and I will be previewing. Nice. Man of Steel. So exciting. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's finally a fucking decent Superman movie, we hope. 
After a decade of comic book action movies, the most powerful and famous superhero in comics finally makes a big screen appearance after holding the door for Hawkeye, Blade, and Ghost Rider twice. This is the first time since 1986 that Superman has appeared on the big screen. Unless you count 2006's Superman Returns. And who would? <laughs> IMDb describes the film like this. A young journalist is forced to confront his secret extraterrestrial heritage when Earth is invaded by a member of his race. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> if you want to completely undersell sell the story, that's fine. It's kind of like saying the Godfather is about a boy who's trying to take over the family business. <laughs> Once again, we are told of Superman's origin, how he was sent to Earth as the lone survivor of Krypton, a planet that blew up after it missed a vital warning when they fell asleep during Al Gore's PowerPoint <laughs> lecture. <laughs> now, this will be some little boy or girl's introduction to Superman, mm -hmm. and I couldn't be more jealous. Granted, my introduction to Superman was Christopher Reeves. So I got that going for me, which is nice. But this time, Kal-El's story is cast in the mold of an alien invasion movie. Because coming from another planet, that's technically what Superman is. An illegal alien. Literally. I'm sorry, but we don't call them illegal aliens anymore. We use the term undocumented intergalactic savior species. <laughs> Or as I like to refer to them, dreamers. <laughs> but in true American hero fashion, Superman is played by a Brit, Henry Cavill. Superman's home planet of Krypton is given some really eye-popping screen time with an entire galactic war preceding its demise. The alien invasion is at the hands of General Zod. Kneel before Zod! If you've seen the trailers, you know Michael Shannon looks really pissed about that crew cut. <laughs> Stuck somewhere between Russell Crowe's hair and Gladiator and just a few locks shy of Dumb and Dumber's Jim Carrey, Shannon plays Zod. But I have to admit, June feels weird. We know movie with the rock in it yet? Aww. <laughs> when an alien transmission announces the invasion, Earth looks for a Christ symbol to save it. And as usual, when the Christ appears, they put him in handcuffs. Good call, dumb people. You've got Superman in handcuffs. Now what are you going to do? Hey, don't make me break out the batons. <laughs> and Jesus, the Jesus comparisons are heavy-handed. <laughs> He's not of this world. He's raised by adopted parents, expected to be an outcast. His real dad says everyone will end up following him like a god. He shows up anywhere at a moment's notice, walks on water, grows a beard, catches fish. I mean Christ. I mean they mean Christ. <laughs> Unlike the Superman the movie, the film so proud of its format that it put it in the title, this one promises no kryptonite and no Lex Luthor. <laughs> and unlike the original <laughs> Superman TV serials, he won't be fighting mostly gangsters. Luckily, the CW has filled in the eight years where he didn't fly, so we can skip that part here. Oh. <laughs> the film was directed by Zack Snyder, director of 300 and Watchmen, not Zack Snyder, director of Sucker Punch and Legends of the Guardians, <laughs> The Owls of Galul. Snyder's adapted two comics to the screen, so I'm sure some geek somewhere's pissed that they picked him. Because that's what they do. They also can't believe Man of Steel is an origin story. Like you can find a 20-year-old who's seen the 1978 Superman. <laughs> this is like the new Coke of Superman movies. Oh. Also a joke for the 20-year-olds out there. <laughs> Whenever there is a dramatic reboot of an iconic franchise, there's always some trepidation. Don't fuck this up, Mitchell! Not since the Bible has a legendary franchise been rebooted so many different times with so many different churches of thought. But now Superman is back in black, or at least a muted color of blue. 
Every trailer for this movie has this gray color to it. Yeah. And can someone adjust the contrast button on the movie screen, please? I don't like squinting to see my superheroes. <laughs> and like you and I at a job interview, Superman's showing just how serious he is by not wearing his underwear on the outside of his pants. <laughs> Apparently, years of using his x-ray vision confused the Man of Steel, who tricked himself into thinking that... You always wear your underwear where people can see it. <laughs> In fact, Joel Schumacher turned down the opportunity to direct this latest installment of Superman, saying, well, if they aren't going to have him prancing around in the red bikini briefs, then you've left me nothing to work with. Adding that he would only direct it if they kept the red briefs, and only the red briefs. But it- <laughs> See, he kind of gauged things up. I yeah. guess. Okay. But in the end... And he made Batman. <laughs> in the end, they went like the most recent incarnation of Spider-Man, with a costume made out of basketball. <laughs> it's nice to see Superman with his own real muscles instead of relying on a well-sculpted costume to give him that superhero physique. Not that I'm pointing any fingers, Batman. But no matter how you slice it, the plot of the Superman movie is simple. Earth is attacked, and he must save all of mankind. Now sit back and enjoy. I will. That was a super preview. That was a lot. I mean, there's talk this could be the biggest movie of the year. We had to go on. Early returns are mixed. I have uh, very... reviews. Yeah. yeah, Early reviews never matter. (laughs) Well. (laughs) But yeah, it might be a bad movie. I don't don't think so. I I think I've mentioned to both of you that I have a a very good friend who's a very astute moviegoer, and he mentioned that it's kind of thin on plot, and I am... Thankful for that. Like I said, I just want Zod to invade. Superman needs to save the day. Sit back. There you go. Yeah. I just need some heroism. If I see me some heroism, big on the screen, I'm into it. I remember when The Matrix Reloaded came out. That was the second one, right? Yeah. And people were saying, look look at Neo Fly in this. So we are right around the corner from a great Superman movie. Oof. And then Superman Returns came out. So yeah. <laughs> hopefully we're once again right around the corner from a great Superman movie. Um, I think that I, I, I just... I I don't know how to say this. I uh, think that this movie is not my kind of movie because Superman is so pure and so simple and so nice and so not... Who's your superhero? Iron Man. He's an ass. He's funny. He's sarcastic. (laughs) He's badass. He drinks. He womanizes. Now he's got that chick and he's okay with Pepper. But that's exciting. He's funny. I don't think Superman's funny. Yeah, this is a whole different story. This is not even like a human tale. This is like a big big galactic tale, I think. I don't think, I, I mean, I'm just saying as far as like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with this guy. He's just not funny. He can be square if you're not careful. Yeah. But I have a feeling that's what Chris Christopher Nolan, who produced this, and David Goyer, who wrote the big uh, recent Batman movies, are coming in to kind of mix things up. So, I, I mean, it looks slightly darker. Thankfully, not totally bleak because you don't need that out of Superman. But I think they might make it more more interesting than just a straight good guy versus a straight bad guy. Oh, I think this this is a very nuanced movie. I mean, there go just in the trailer, they go so much into Krypton and all kinds of stuff that happens on Krypton. Krypton was always like one panel, an exploding <laughs> planet, and then the rest of the comic book. You know, like it was there it is and then, you know. Oh, and this happened. Then yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. think there'll be any comedy elements in Krypton? Like, do you think anybody's yeah, going to be not. funny? Is Zod going to be sarcastic? Anybody? He might be, but Russell Crowe won't be Russell funny. Russell Crowe's not funny. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I like funny but it's just movies. The planet blows up. 
Well, that's, could Hilarious, be funny. Karen. Hilarious. Well, let's discuss how this isn't a comedy. <laughs> but Iron Man's not a comedy, and it's funny. That's true. There are, yeah, plenty of comic yeah, moments. But, and... but but making superhero movies funny was like the ultimate, what spelled the doom of superhero movies to begin but with. But that's why Iron Man's Batman awesome. Batman and Robin. Let's watch Batman and Robin sometime. It's no. hilarious. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this movie, I would go see it if I thought it was going to be cool. I don't think it's going to be cool. Oh, I think Maybe that's be, what I'm I think it'll be very cool. And but I'm sure. Funny. What's your definition of cool? Iron Man. looks cool. Iron Man is cool and funny. I think it'll have classic Superman humor. And, which is? Uh, which is, there's a great uh, scene, and I don't know, you two will correct me on either one or two, where he stops being Superman for a while, and he gets beat up in that diner, mm-hmm. and then he becomes Superman again, and he comes back, and he cleans that guy's clock, and Christopher Reeves goes, <clears throat> been working out. And it's just the funny, and that's as much right. humor. That's, that's as much no, humor as you like can hope that. for. Yeah. I can, I can. Or exercising, what you say, lifting no, weights or something. Can size that. That can and then he be. Pushes well, as you might be right, as a comedy, this movie might fail. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm just saying it doesn't make me excited. But you did to go mention see Russell Crowe. No, but I wouldn't expect girls to be excited about this movie anyway. Yeah, maybe it's not as much of a crossover as like that other movie. Well, now that they got rid of the briefs, there's nothing for you to that's look at. That's right. Now, although the guy is hunky. I mean, that's how they suck the girls in. I wouldn't expect a girl to be interested in Captain America, but girls like that movie because he's hunky. Shirtless Superman. When was the last time we saw a shirtless Superman? Does that happen a lot? Does I his mean, when, thing when still Chris show up? Reeve was in bed with Lois in the uh, Planet of Solitude, or whatever, the, the Fortress of Solitude. Now, the poster of Small The Waterbed of Solitude. The water shirtless. It sounded like a total geek statement, but it's also true. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes Wait, it did you say it right? Fortress, of, Fortress of Solitude. Solitude. Yeah, I got there yeah. eventually. Okay. But yeah, he... he's shirtless in bed. There were Lois. Oh, he's got his he? arms oh, around her. He looks, he looks huge. Christopher Reeve yeah. was huge. He did. Uh, he and did... Henry Cavill is huge. Brandon Routh was big, but real, but real young. You know, I kind of like that Superman is a man again. I think that's kind of yeah. cool. As, you know, I like the fact that they are getting, and I know Smallville existed, but I do like the fact that they're getting into his childhood. It seems like a little bit in this movie where they're talking about him growing up and and dealing. And I'm rooting for it, Kevin yeah. Costner. Oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah, Kevin Costner. I think he's got a good chance. He's a very heroic figure. I I always found. I always loved him like as Elliot Ness, you know, like yeah. just very Robin like, Hood. yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to save the day. I mean, so I really like that it kind of a superhero of the 90s is his father. Yeah, that's cool. He's yeah. not going to be funny either. <laughs> but will this launch the Justice League uh, plans? Because, you know, again, DC, I think, saw what, uh, what Marvel was doing and with the Avengers and said, hey, maybe we can bring all these uh, players together. Wait but we have footage from the set. Where oh, they've already cool. started shooting some test footage of oh. of Superman and Batman together oh. in scenes. Oh, well, there's the two heavy hitters. Oh, They're two DC properties. Got to get those so, two uh, together. Let's play a little clip of right. uh, of the. Oh, this test is kind of an exclusive. It is an exclusive. Right. Very exclusive. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. What don't you fucking understand? <laughs> Give me a fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How did well, I not that, see that? You coming, know what? Paul. That was funny. I, I, like I like that. You I would knew, see that, Superman. I knew when those two got together, there'd be tension. <laughs> there would be tension. Oh, there's more of it. Listen. Oh, man. Been on the whole, you know, I mean, uh, meeting you and, gosh, on the whole, I'd say it's been swell. Oh, da 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 da. What the fuck is it with you? That Batman is funny. There you go. See? And <laughs> Superman saying, oh, swell. Swell. So they've got a long way to go to make it. It's like he could star in the pajama game. <laughs> Batman's well, good. I certainly hope this little incident hasn't put you off flying, miss. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. Oh, good for you! <laughs> Batman's so just man, you amateur. <laughs> <laughs> How great was Christopher Reeve? Uh, oh, just—I mean, that—that the, the moment the, when the, 
with the uh, helicopter when he says that statistically speaking and everything like that, and then she says, "Who are you?" and he just says, "A friend," and then flies off. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, I just uh, I'm just in love with that movie. And yeah. we were talking about this the other day that, that role. He was just perfectly cast. Oh for my that. god, look how hard he's been to recast. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen yeah. anything like it? Jack Nicholson got replaced as the Joker in shorter amount of time than someone could actually replace Christopher Reeve. Because Brendan Ralph, we threw him right out of it. Yeah. No, you're no Christopher Reeve. Do you think Christopher Reeve looked in the mirror and went, "Yeah, yeah, I looked like Superman." That's that's there. There I am. That's like me. before they and this, yeah. when they make this movie, man, I'm the guy. I've got to yeah. be Superman. <laughs> Sitting there twirling his hair down <laughs> in his Brendan forehead. Ralph. I mean, you get the role of a lifetime. And then yeah, can just... you imagine what you must think your life is going to be like after being Superman? If you think about it, he was Superman in the movie, right? And then now we've never heard of him again. Yeah. But if you think of the TV series, it was just kind of goofy. And Terry Hatcher was Lois Lane. Oh. She skyrocketed. But this guy. Dean Kane. Still... Yeah, Dean Kane. We don't really. Routh was uh, in Scott Pilgrim. And he was great in that. I mean, he's, he's been in a he bunch of stuff. Been able to find him he's more. definitely had more of a career than he would have had if he hadn't played Superman. Sure. Because he's been in lots of stuff, yeah. but a lot of stuff we haven't seen. So, right. but it, it just you know. And Terry Hatcher was definitely the man. reason. Definitely the reason you watch Lois and Clark. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The she, Lois oh. was the reason. That's why. Hubba and a hubba. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, wait, you know what? Actually, we've talked all this time about this movie because it's going to be a huge summer movie. But I haven't played a clip yet. So oh, let me do that. Let me hear that. Let me one earlier. Let's go to the, let's, let's go to this uh, scene here. Michael Shannon is General Zod. Now that's Earth why I'm going right there. That time is running short, and they must hand Superman over to him or face dire consequences. Let's Michael listen. Shannon. My name is General Zod. For some time, your world has sheltered one of my citizens. I request that you return this individual to my custody. No one fucking likes that! To Kal-El, I say this. I'll fucking cunt punch the next person I hear doing something like that. And I don't give a fuck about S.O. Army. I will fucking assault you. Surrender within 24 hours. Or watch this world suffer the consequences. I apologize, but I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. For anyone who does not know, because I was only shown this a couple weeks ago, there is a, on Funny or Die, Michael Shannon, the most serious actor imaginable, reads a, a letter from one sorority sister to another sorority sister that is brilliant to, to die for and extremely well shot and extremely Amazingly perfectly acted. cast. It's Michael Shannon's is a serious uh, mashup. It's so awesome. He's so funny. Oh, my God. Michael Shannon, Chicago actor. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Now, I it's like interesting him. to think that there hasn't been a superhero movie, a Superman movie with this title before. I think that Leo had brought that up at one point. Yeah, how yeah. do you not name a Superman movie Man of Steel? Well, you probably notice a trend among certain superhero films where the hero's well-known name gets left out of the title. Oh, yeah, that's true. Turns out it's because of one man's ingenious invention, a guy named Maximilian Kuntz. Oh. Hmm. Invented an app. It's actually a, an, a plug-in for the Google Chrome web browser. Oh, <laughs> like oh, cool. perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's a niche. and it's called the uh, Tough Guy Title Translator. Oh, okay. Uh. All right. Now this is the best kept secret in Hollywood right now. It takes everyday superhero names and makes them into epic sounding movies. Now listen, you just speak right into the computer. I'm going to do this. And uh, I got a superhero. High concept. Here we <laughs> go. Uh, you just speak right into the computer once I hit the button here, and the app will recognize the hero's name. And here we go. And give you a tough sounding title. Yeah. Superman. Man of Steel. Nice. Oh. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's okay, cool. so obviously th they named this one correctly. They might have used the... Uh, Let me try another. 
Batman. The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. You know, I've wondered how Hollywood comes up with this title, their titles. Clearly, they're just using this technology. I thought somebody was pouring over a list of names. And you don't have to decision. anymore. No, it's no. all no, you can, all you can fire those interns. Well, we can, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, they're naming movies very obvious things, uh, like, uh, you know, the Avengers and the Hulk and stuff. I mean, we should find out what they should be calling these things. Okay. Try it with Captain America. Ooh, all right, just yell go. it out. Right. Go ahead. Captain America. Stone Cold Steve Rogers. <laughs> That's a catchy title. I would go see that movie. That's a catchy title. I would didn't, see that movie. Didn't he win uh, WrestleMania 27? I think so. He has a belt. Yeah. Yes, he won. Yeah. Um, so do, is it connected to the thing? I can just say it you out say loud. It out loud. Yeah, okay. Um, the Flash. Ooh. Lightning's Pulse. Oh, that, that's pretty pulse. quick. That sounds kind of dirty. Pretty serious. Yeah, like a Lightning's porn star pulse. name. Ooh, All right. right? I, I, I'll name one of my favorites because I, I can go obscure here a little bit. One of my favorite superheroes, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah, who's a, that? I don't know who that is. Martial All right, artists. just say that one more time. Iron Fist. The Penetrator. Now that sounds like a porn star. You? <laughs> Iron Fist. Actually, you had me at Iron Fist as far as sounding like a porn guy. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Fist. Let me try another one. I think one. you might have the wrong plug-in. Let me try one because this guy always yeah. gets the shaft for being sort of. Uh, Small and weak, and not the toughest guy and in the gay. room. Yeah. But if we were to make a big room, a big movie out of this guy, let's see, Aquaman, Ocean Commander. Oh, that's, uh, pretty tough. <laughs> Ocean Commander. That's, that's a, something Russell Crowe would that play. That is way tough. Russell Crowe is Aquaman. Got to lose a few. Um, I was uh, I was looking through some of your old comic books, and I remember this title because this isn't one that you would think Karen would have on the top of her front of her her, her mind. Moon Knight. Oh, Lunar Vengeance. Oh, wow. That is a good name. That's so Shakespearean. What is Moon Knight's thing? Adam, yeah. tell us. <laughs> Moon Knight. Because I don't know. Because I, I can't believe I knew either. The person who suggested that superhero and his alternate title. Uh, yes, uh, Moon Knight uh, was uh, killed in Egypt and brought back to life by a moon god, and he split into four personalities, one of which is Moon Knight, who has incredible superpowers, but only when the moon is full. So he's kind of almost like a human werewolf of sorts. And then he has three For other good. three other personalities. One's a millionaire, one's a cabbie, and one is a mercenary. Are any of them funny? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The cabbie's probably a riot. The cabbie is a riot. He hangs around with a very colorful cast of characters yeah. in a local tavern. All right, I'll make a note to a see Moon Knight. All right, we got right. time for one more. Who wants to do one more? Um, try the Green Lantern. Yeah, there you go. Say it out loud. <clears throat> Green Lantern. Guy with the ring and the lamp with the handle on it and the mask <laughs> with the hair and the thing on his chest. <laughs> that was enjoyable. Uh, that's going to take up the whole movie poster. Yeah, you use the... <laughs> can't help that movie, I think. You're just kind of screwed from the get-go with that title. You know what? As a gigantic superhero movie fan, in fact, Paul, you have known me for a long time. Yes. You know that long before... Even Blade. Yes. I was holding superhero film festivals for the release of any superhero movie. Correct them No matter how shitty and Judge Dreddy. And, you're, right? and yeah. you feel horrible right now because you're behind on watching Superman movies yeah. to prep for Man of Steel. I must watch a lot more this Superman before I can go see. Yes, I've got the Superman serial, the Superman TV show, the Superboy TV show from the 90s or the eight, late 80s. And, of course, all the Christopher Reeve wonderfulness. But... That was not the point I was going to make. Uh, the point I was going to make is, <laughs> is, is as a superhero fan, there is a Green Lantern movie 
That is crazy. It's so great there's a Green Lantern movie. Like, that movie's not good, but by God, there is a Green Lantern movie. You know, anyway. Is there a Moon Knight movie? <laughs> not yet. Not oh. yet. But boy, if anybody out there uh, needs a script. <laughs> <laughs> I got it down. All right. Well, um, time is ticking. And, uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you feel that? Was oh. that? Oh, my God. The end of the world is nigh. It doesn't make much sense to take a break, but we're going to do it. And... Uh, We'll be briefly uh, right back here very soon. Uh, I'm going to go hide under something. I know. Get the hell out of here. Here, hide under these peeled tomatoes. I'm going to leave. I don't care if you have guests. I'm out of here. Hide under larger than life. This could be the last time most of us celebrate a birthday, so let's cut the music and get right to it and go to Karen's uh, look at the birthdays of the people who make the movies. All right. So since it'll be the last birthday, as I uh, have a couple here, that I want to start off our birthday parade this week with a stripper-turned-writer, Diablo Cody, who turned 34 but can play anywhere from the Champagne Room hostess to an Oscar winner. <laughs> Diablo possesses the least attractive quality in a stripper. She reads and writes. <laughs> Next up, happy birthday to Mr. Tony's Neil Patrick Harris, who turns 39, but can play anywhere from television gay to Liberace gay. <laughs> he is a one-man triple threat and rocks every year when he hosts the Tonys. He gives the term straight man a whole new meaning. <laughs> And happy birthday to Shane West, who turns 35, but can play anywhere from... You may remember him <laughs> from co-starring <laughs> with Mandy Moore in A Walk to Remember. I was going to ask. Or please maybe tell me who... you won't remember Please him. tell me who Shane West is. <laughs> I, I know. That was fun. Okay, and lastly, happy birthday to someone you have heard of, Mr. Gene Wilder, who turns... Oh. And please, I hope you're sitting down. 80 years old. Still alive? Sense. I was gonna wow. say. I think I'm. I speak for wow. Adam. Adam speaks for me. Oh, he's around. He's oh. still around. Yeah. Yeah, he's still he, around. And he was a Bonnie and Clyde, so he's he's up there. He hasn't done anything really uh, very much in the last ten years, but he can play anywhere yeah. from Jerome Silberman to Avram Belinsky. <laughs> All right, quick quiz for you guys. Does anyone know what movie Avram Belinsky is from? Stir crazy. Cisco oh, kid. Uh, that's my guess. Frisco kid. Frisco oh, Frisco Kid. Kid. Yeah. Frisco Kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And does anyone know where Jerome Silberman is from? Stir Crazy. No. Transylvania 6 5000. No. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Haunted Honeymoon. I no. get those two confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, His name is Jerome, Jerome? Silberman. Uh, the Woman in Red. Nope. Mm-mm. Ooh, that was a, that's a good guess. Though. I know. This I like is that. tricky. Silberman. Unless no. I was, unless I, Bonnie and Clyde, I said already. But no. no, it's his real name. Oh. oh. <laughs> We are taking a breaklet, and we'll be back with filmmaker Yelena Popovich and actor Alexander Ziziadis from the film L.A. Superheroes Illegal in Hollywood. We'll be right back. And we are back, continuing to brand our latter half of the show as the interview segment. 
doesn't I think change that's going to catch on. Paul. I think it will. I think that's a- uh, that doesn't change today as we have in studio filmmaker Yelena Popovich and actor Alexander Ziziadis. So please, uh, yeah. if you have, yeah. I wanted to point uh, point point out who is who in case the audience was confused who Yelena was. <laughs> yes, I, I think they got it. I'm just tripping on how dramatic that's the <laughs> intro of that song was. I never realized. Yeah, that is super dramatic. <laughs> it is. There's uh, even a sax bit that precedes I, that. To, that gets I have no idea. I'm just, yeah. I'm kind of sad now, introspective. <laughs> and he's quite the he's quite the movie musician, right? He does all because I'm not an actor. Actually, I just faked it. I just conned. <laughs> well, my I was way. talking about Randy Newman, but that's both of that. I just <laughs> said 20 seconds prior. I said I'm not an actor, and I and he introduces me as an actor. Man, I'm just so embarrassed. <laughs> well, listen. Regardless of your experience, you were hired as an actor in this film. Hired. <laughs> How did, Oh, that's right. That's we're, talking, good we're talking about indie filmmaking. So yeah, we should. Right. No, no. Uh, he he was he. You guys are funny comedians, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm but gonna he plays a-, a major part. Now, wait. I should get to the name of the film and make sure it gets a, a full plug here. Uh, Elena directed a film called, or co-directed, I should say, yeah. a film called "L.A. Superheroes: Illegal in Hollywood." Now this opens in the theater, which is always sexy for independent film, uh, at the NoHo Seven Theater in North Hollywood on June twenty first. And Alexander appears in the film. <laughs> he wanders yeah. through a scene. That's an yeah. accurate assessment. He walks through. When he says a line, you know, people just react. Yeah. And I think that's how it goes. <laughs> they do. Because that's mostly acting. They is have. reacting. It tr- truly. And showing up. Because, because he's not vain, so he has to say that. Oh. There you go. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. now this is completely Now let me guess. This, this sounds like it was a great relationship on set. It I mean, was. You're still here uh, together. Subliminal. Subliminal. You're still showing Subliminal. up. You're still showing up in the same place together. So that's exciting. That's a good right. One. Well, yeah. she's got the cattle prod okay. underneath the <laughs> table. Keep you in check. Okay. So, yeah, all, right, all right. So, L.A. Superheroes <laughs> uh, is is about your uh, Elena. You're about your true life experiences now turned into a film. Well, it's, uh, it's based on. It's based on a true life story. Yep. Explain how. Explain. Wow. Explain us all the plot. So it's not a documentary. <laughs> it's a narrative feature film. Yeah. Okay. And go. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not only a, um, a struggling actress, uh, ex-model, and uh, happen to be a writer and, take, and a co-director. Oh, you're not an ex-model. My God. She's gorgeous. Oh. Absolutely gorgeous. Model. Anyway, go ahead. I'm well, an I'm ex-model. Not, I'm not 13 anymore, so I can't oh, be Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, you shouldn't so say that. Some people might say you, you still could maybe... Oh. Try to get some modeling <laughs> you work. You still so. look pre Try, try yeah, anyway. All right, so I, I'm, I'm on top of everything. I, I was an immigrant, so that, that made it. Um, uh, it gave me some ideas for a movie that I felt like it was, you know, interesting to watch because through all my struggles, and as you know, everybody struggles in the business anyways, especially if they're in the beginning, and you guys all know that. So, uh, uh, just made it more difficult, and um, in some moments, more fun. At least for people to watch the movie. <laughs> struggle, struggle is fun. Yes, it is. So, what's the basic premise of the film, though? Well, it's this basically this girl that is um, uh, aging model actress in Hollywood and an immigrant that um, uh, basically is forced to operate outside of the law to get her green card uh, because it's probably the last modeling job she was offered, and she's trying to get it done, <laughs> and she ends up getting busted by the FBI. And uh, this movie's got everything so far. It's got intrigue, sex appeal. It's FBI. Go on. It's very appealing. And and now not only that she doesn't have a career and it's very difficult for her for her to, you know, uh, make it happen. Now she because she had to give her names out of her small time crook friends. 
So the FBI guys now she has to watch over her back if she's going to get whacked or not. So oh, good. Jeez. And there's even a mob so connection. Like, <laughs> there's a mafia <laughs> element. Is that Hollywood mob. Is that where you come in? I wish. Oh. I wish. I want to play no. a, a bad guy in the next installment. No, actually, but. he. I when I thought of the film, like when I thought of the story, I I felt like well there is a story there, but I need like a comic relief, a guy that can be opposite my character. And, of course, who would I she think of? She needed some artillery. Uh, <laughs> Alexander who I met at Playhouse West, the acting school oh, yeah. in oh, yeah. Los Angeles. And that's where we studied. That's where we met. We're friends in real life. And, and yeah. uh, you know, and the chemistry and the ideas. And let it be noted, still friends after the production After wraps. the production. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That. that is something to say for production. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't killed anybody, so that, good. that's good. <laughs> no, I did. Not yet. So, so that's how it happened. And I asked him if he wanted to play himself in a movie, the real-life pizza delivery actor slash musician Pizza delivery guy. slash musician slash professional poker player, player. slash sports <laughs> handicapper. <laughs> Slash, 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 slash. You know, uh, did you? I just have to ask you this because Paul, he's done a ton of these kind of jobs. Have you ever delivered pizzas on a bicycle? No, I did actually that no bus. in Chicago on foot in the snow. Oh. In this, yeah, oh. you should have just walked. Unpleasant. I, right? It was horrible. It was I delivered pizzas walking across the street on Wilshire Boulevard. Got pulled over, what? ticketed for jaywalking. <gasps> Across I've, the street. Well, I've seen a ticket. Three miles like, an hour circled no! on the ticket. No! Yeah. I've did seen you, it. Did you try to bribe him with a slice? <laughs> I said, no, I know how to maneuver. I said, hey, man, come on, man. I go across the street. I'm walking I, here. I delivered to the to the station I did, you know, a couple weeks ago. Come on, man. You, you know, Officer you were the Old one Mallet? that stopped the traffic. Anyway, yeah. I, that's just... Talking about uh, bicycles and walking. So. I was just there last week. Sipowitz ordered a double, you know, cheese. That's crazy. Sipowitz. 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 So, wait, let me play a little clip then that kind of sets that up the whole thing. I think this is from the trailer, and you get the idea that you're trying to be an international traveler with a modeling career, but then there's all sorts of trouble in uh, getting your uh, papers that you need to travel abroad. So, (laughs) let's let's listen to that real quick. You need to buy the birth certificate so you can get the passport, so you can go to Paris, do the job, get a career, come back with the money. That's right, but in this business, there's always a chance that something could go wrong. That birth certificate is official. It has an official seal on it. Now, we got a woman that works in that building that sees that everything goes smoothly. What can go wrong? Yeah! There you go. Right? What could go that I sounds see, like it kicks ass. I yeah. want to see a movie. It's about a birth certificate. I want to see this movie already. That's all <laughs> yeah, I heard. That's right. That's they right. make that sound really... You wouldn't think you could sex a birth certificate up, but, but uh, boom. It's, it's Yelena. You she want to sex up in Hollywood, man. <laughs> yeah. This is a real Hollywood story. We weaved together. This probably can only happen in Hollywood. Ridiculous <laughs> nonsense. That's all true. Yes. I mean, or at least... Inspired. Some, yeah, it, it, precise. I mean, you know... Uh, random bits, you know, you talk about a uh, uh, pizza guy stuff. There's a particularly couple of incidents in there that, uh, you know, L.A. stuff. And we show L.A. Yeah. for what's going on here, man. You know, you it's know? hard enough just to get an audition. I don't know if the whole world knows this, but you come to L.A. and you think, oh, I'm going to get auditions. And then the hard part starts where I'm going to book a job. Yeah. No, they don't even want you to come into the room. They don't want to see you. They don't want to know about you. It's all you can do to be allowed to try. It's hard enough to get a pizza in this town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to be a pizza guy. Yeah. You can't even get a job as a pizza was guy. There uh, any, was there any story that was so that was 
totally crazy, but wasn't included in the film. Oh, of course. From, from your modeling days in L.A. With all Don't that. get her arrested. Uh, from the oh modeling. Yeah, well, that's a good question. Stay within the, uh, you know, the legal parameters of our conversation. Right. Our movies uh, <laughs> getting arrested is a major plot you know, point. I, I, in L.A., yeah, I didn't have any crazy story. You know, I, you know, I must admit, that was like a, a boring part of my life. <laughs> I, I, I did not really like being a model. I'm sorry to tell you that. Being I, a model I, is boring. I, 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 I know. I think amazing. we've broken a story. Yeah. <laughs> I found the irony uh, wow. funny in that thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I believe I just, you. I just simply, you know what it is? All right, so you never I, killed a guy say, or I'm going to say, this is the craziest story. I'm going to, this is the truth, okay. by the way. Okay. It's. And this is not in the this film. Is, this is what I decided. No, this okay. is what I decided. You know what? I can't take this seriously. I was in New York. I'm recommended to one of the biggest photographers by his rep, who represents Mario Testino, all the biggest photographers in New York City, like they're shooting covers of the biggest top models. Right? The guy is my friend. The <laughs> photographer knows that I'm recommended by him. So you would think he would have some respect, right? Sure. So I'm coming in. There's another pretty chick in there. This guy is hardly speaking English. He's some, some, from somewhere from... I believe it was Hispanic or something like that, probably South America. It was for, uh, I believe, uh, Vogue in one of these um, uh, foreign countries. So I'm coming in. As she leaves the door, he jumps on me and tries kissing me. Hello? Is he kissing you hello? Maybe he's greeting you. <laughs> and I'm like... Europeans do you, that all the time. Are you, are you <laughs> kidding me? What, what did he I think? His like, buddy set you up on a date? No, but he can, thought can that's you the normal. What he does with girls, yeah, man. They're they're just put up with it. Agency. They don't I, know. I said, you know what? I, I this is a little too much for me. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know people do. Yeah. <laughs> people who do off? things to. We were both. That's yeah. modeling. Yeah. Well, you know, he was like twice shorter than of me, course. so it was easy just to kick him in the balls. You know? <laughs> did you actually <laughs> kick him in the balls? No, he did kick him in the balls. I just kind of threw him away. Good for you. Did you leave right away? Yeah, of course. Good well, girl. Nothing to talk about. I said, no, Good. thank you. Well, you're a tall I'm drink sorry. of water. You could take I'm, care I'm, of a I'm photographer, sorry, I think. But that's, yeah. that's really, um, that's so messed up. I knew I should have been a it's photographer. It's a modeling story. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing to think it trickles down to that guy, the power grab you can have in the modeling business. Like if you run the yeah. magazine, you, you could maybe walk around throw a little attitude like you think everyone should sleep with you. It's but so, even the photographer is like, down I deserve this kiss. No, they just, that's like, that's yeah, that's normal. Funny. You know, there's another one coming in. Let me see what I can do with this one. Oh, third one. <gasps> that's whatever, the biz, you know? kids. Yeah. So like, these are the oh kinds of people we we went after <laughs> in this movie. We Good. we demonstrate. Oh, yeah. There's a whole. There's a lot of stuff going on. Here. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that you roast those sacred cows. Those people that feel yeah. like they're untouchable. But you're able in your movie to say this is what the these people do. This is what the casting people do. This is what happens whenever you're in a audition situation. Things that. You know, they call these, like, cliche casting couch and stuff for a reason. That stuff really happens. Right. Yeah, rip everybody a new ass asshole. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> not get cast in another movie? You're not even an actor. Right! Yeah, yeah. Be fine. yeah how, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. You'll be fine. So not not to sit here and be, like, the, the that hipsterish kind of, you know, how do you say, the uh, uh, stereotype, ooh, I'm bitter about the industry. Right. That's not the deal. No. We're just showing some things that we went through and we know to be true. There's a lot of outstanding people in the industry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, legitimate, you know, valid people. I'm mean, not speaking as if I'm somebody in the industry. I'm, just, who, you know, who am I? You're not I, even I'm in this actor. movie. I'm not even, you know. <laughs> He's so, barely a pizza delivery guy. But no, it's true. There, we did a lot of commentary here. Good. I did my time as a pizza guy. <laughs> That's I did my time. Do you know what's the most dangerous job in America? 
Yeah. More pizza delivery guys die than police officers. Really? In wow. the line You're of kidding. pizza duty. You're no, pizza right duty? See, because I heard, I heard that. <laughs> nice preparation on this interview. <laughs> I heard that waiting tables was the most stressful job in the country. And air traffic controller. More so than, than right. that, than inner city school teacher and astronaut. Oh. Yeah, but astronauts, that's all People help you conspiracy stuff anyway, yeah. right? You don't think they're really going really No, they're on, just in a studio in Burbank. They're actors, right. more like, so than imagine. me, right? <laughs> you, first of all, all the waiters, they probably don't want to be waiters. And then they have yeah. somebody telling them they're doing a bad job. So that's already I like, am one of those people. <laughs> if they do Sorry, a bad like, job, hey, stressful. guys, so, I'm going to make a comment. Yeah. <laughs> So, so where does a title I come? I served oh. food people for years. He's I'm ranting. done. I, mean, I'm sorry. I could no, never do that dude. because I would cry. I know I would go to somebody's table and I would mess up and I'd cry and I wouldn't know what to do. And I'd you should back. cry. I'd be just, so scared. You should I'm, cry all over their salty tears all over their salad if they're I'd giving you all I'd be so bad at it. I don't know. I mean, yeah. No, it's anyway, true. This guy's trying to conduct an interview. I, I, there's no order here. There doesn't <laughs> need to be order here. It's the end of the world, right? No, it's right, true. <laughs> exactly. Right. Is, that, is that the deal? This yeah, is things it. are After going well. You're yeah. the last interview. Ever. So enjoy yourself. Uh, thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh-oh. See? Uh-oh. Okay. Wait, yeah. The mountains that? are collapsing. It's all crazy. It's all yeah, check Facebook. They probably think there's an earthquake. Whoa. All right. Ooh, yeah. Not even a act. <laughs> Did you just pull a Star Trek? Well, we felt we it did. more over here. We yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> it rolls through the room. I don't want to show how. Yeah, yeah it rolls through the room. But now, how do you get a ta- uh, the title like L.A. Yeah. Superheroes? Because what you're telling me uh, is it's one story, question. and now this uh, title seems to. How does that fit in? Well, first of all, that was his idea, the title, and the reason why I stuck with it is because I um, I feel that it's relating to an important premise in our movie, which is about not selling out, which, and how that, does that work is because anybody who comes to Los Angeles uh, uh, suffers, works hard, and doesn't sell out and give up is a superhero, basically. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's kind <laughs> of the that's concept. Really, that's, that's great. That, no, that's really true, because I mean, here we are at the Admirals <laughs> Club doing whatever we want <laughs> because yeah. we are not selling out. We will make our snow dog jokes and you will like it. Absolutely. We wanted to tell a story. We yeah. want to tell stories, you know, and, and and do some stuff. We don't want to get hooked into an underground Hollywood sex dungeon. Yeah. Behind At least not the glass this week. Okay, doors, no, I would like to put yeah. up there that I'm okay with that. Nah. <laughs> Should anyone be listening? No weird shit. No, you know, I'm not going to do anything just for some money, man. I'm not going to do, which is why... You never heard of me. Right. But <laughs> Okay, wait. Whatever, man. It's we're fine with that. We got right. to make our movie, hopefully make some more. Well, let's yeah, get let's right. get That's on to you. That's what the LA superhero. I want to get on to you right. for a second though because I got a clip here. Get on to me, big dog. I got a clip here from the movie. <laughs> get all over me. And uh, <laughs> I think everyone can, can relate to this movie. Uh, this scene from this movie. I'm oh, just going to yeah, play yeah. it okay. and then you oh, tell okay. me cuz it's called the parking ticket. Oh. Okay. In LA, you kind of get. Science says no parking after 4 on Wednesday. Where does it say that? Over there. Where over there? What, in the bush? Uh-uh. Oh, 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 okay. You mean three blocks down. Okay, how am I supposed to figure that out? Come on, man. Uh, uh, you got signs over other signs contradicting the other signs. How the fuck are you supposed to figure out where you can and cannot park? And, and 70 bucks? Why is it so fucking expensive? It's fucking street cleaning. Some garbage! Can I get a break here, man? Can you let me off? Man, please. 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 Sorry. Once it's filled out, it's too late. You fucking cocksucker. Yeah. You fucking 
mind, stormtrooper! You fucking reptilian! Yeah, that's right! I'm talking to you, you fucking asshole! Fuck you! Woo! Fuck! 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 That's it. That's coming from a very real place, isn't it? I'm not acting. It's not acting. <laughs> I'm not acting. I'm not acting, man. Come I do on. have a question, though. Is that the same sweet talk you gave the cop about the jaywalking ticket? <laughs> no, cop, cop is different. <laughs> this is a parking gotta, attendant. Right? That's a parking oh. cop. Yeah. That's a parking cop. You know what? I totally... That, uh, it's based on a real beatdown, a verbal beatdown I administered to that gentleman. Good for you. I, w- I, I came out to my car one time, and it was exactly the thing you're talking about. Right. Uh, I had a ticket, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch, I thought I read the sign. So I went back, and I looked at the sign. It was like that sign in the beginning of MASH where it has all the different ways you could go and how many miles. Like There's yeah. like six different things. And contradicts you know, the other they one. All See, contradict. That's how it is. That's and not an exaggeration. the most annoying part and the part I should have realized is at the very bottom, really small, it said, no parking anytime. Oh, yeah, wow. right. right. Why didn't small. they have a huge so They should take a bow one. with these people. All the other. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I have this theory about moving to L.A. So how long have you been in L.A., Yelena? Uh, about like 12 years 12 now. years. I'd like to hear this. Same. I've been here 10 years. 10 years. So yeah, I, I have this belief that when you first moved to L.A., you should take $260 and just put it in your sock drawer. And that'll be your parking ticket yeah, money right. for the first six months. <laughs> That's then, good. And then after six months, they just magically leave you alone. Yeah. I have not gotten another ticket yeah. after the first. They, it's like, oh, he's been you here You should long. write a musical or something no, I, based I on that to, theory. I yeah. moved to a very small place. I hate musicals, I, but I would go see that one. That's yeah. that's the best method, I think, to tell the parking sorry, ticket sorry. story. No, it's okay. And, and I, was, I, was, I was thinking I was paying a small rent. It was like three $400. And I had another two $300 of parking tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I thought I was going to... Now, I've been let off oh. from parking tickets. Yeah. Not all of Wait. them are... But I've never heard I of anyone. Been. How did you do that? It's true. Some Wait. of them aren't, you know... Uh, how can I say this without crossing any lines? You know? Well, moving violations I've gotten out of, but parking I haven't. Yeah. Me either. Live in Bre- Beverly Hills. They are the greatest parking enforcement if you live in Beverly Hills. Why? If you're, yeah. They take care of their own. Right. Uh, I've gotten out of three parking tickets when I lived in Beverly Hills because they, oh, you live wow. here? Oh, That's okay. Interesting. You're one of us. You're in the club. Have you ever been to their post office? They they have like cocktails and no. hors d'oeuvres. It's people. I've been there, but they never That's parked a good me one. because I didn't live in Beverly Hills. That's a good one. I anyway, got a ticket in Beverly Hills. That's one of the elements, you know, based on a true story in the in the naked freaks and, and the uh, There's girl naked freaks falling, yes, in the movie. Yeah, Don't give away the oh, money wait, shot. Away the I know what you're saying, but naked freaks might actually get a few more seats filled. Yeah. And, a lot of know. true pizza stories. <laughs> pizza guy stories. Naked Couple pizza of freaks. <laughs> and you went with LA superheroes? <laughs> I know, that's a great name for yeah. a movie. Well, there's a sequel in the works. <laughs> naked pizza freaks. So I do want to ask real quick, or, or um, how you got a theatrical release? How yeah. is it you were able to manage NoHo Lemley, which is not a small unrecognizable theater? And also theater. AMC Burbank Eight. All right, That's we're great. opening. That's yeah, we're great. opening against Brad Pitt's movie. Technically and speaking, <laughs> and you the kids' get movie. You go. Yeah, I think we got a shot. I to think you do. Too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did you did you have any reshoots? Being facetious of the of the of LA. Okay, this is what happened. We we shot the movie in seventeen days, but we had to shoot when everybody was available because this was a guerrilla style shoot. So it took us few months to complete the shoot, even though it was only seventeen day shoot, which is kind of standard for like an independent movie shoot. Like, Mm -hmm. and uh, 
<clears throat> that's. Uh, did we lose a question in there? How did it? How did oh, it get how, released? How did it get released? Yeah. Well, I we did it ourselves. We we contacted Lemley Theaters. They liked our project. They've been actually very good at advertising it on their good. on their main page and and uh, our indie- trailer has been trailing on on all the big movies Iceman Hangover 3 now oh, for you a mean month. right before it for after right like for, a regular like a trailer cool. trailer Very cool. yeah and AMC uh our booker this guy called Jim Schram he was able to book it at um one AMC we maybe we thought of releasing it in a couple more theaters but I felt because of the limited advertising power because we don't have much Another funds, answer we, is we're lucky enough to have some financing available. Is that yeah, appropriate well, we, to yeah, put well, it that but, way? But even the financing, it wasn't. It was all in house, <laughs> right? From whatever. We, yeah, yeah it was, there's it was, um, uh, perhaps Alexander, Alexander Potter, who is a producer and co-director. He pretty much financed the whole movie. He so. managed it somewhat yeah. miraculously. Now, as far started, as I understand, you started so. a production company with him about five years ago, right? Yeah, we did because I wrote the script about life of Greta Garbo called Loveless. And um, the reason I did that is because everybody was telling me I look like this actress Greta Garbo. She does brunette. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see and, your, and your I, profile. Yeah, well, if you, and, yeah. and what happened, but of course, uh, if I, because I'm not a famous um, big star in Hollywood, I probably wouldn't get a chance to play her if I don't write my own script. Yep. So that that's what happened. And and the reason I wrote it, it wasn't just because um, I look like Garbo. I want to play Garbo, but I I just uh, uh, found a lot of things that were personal to me in her life that I felt it would be good to expose on a big screen. And uh, script has a lot of integrity and guts, and I I like that. And I feel I can portray her very well. And um, that's why I did it. And and. That's a movie almost happened. We had some A-list directors and actors attached, and uh, it almost happened. But you know, they asked me to step down at one point because oh. they needed somebody else to raise more money, and I said, uh, "I want to put a name." Yeah, in there. I, I told oh, them. I told them. I told them. I told them to jump in a lake. So good that, for yeah. you. That is a bunch kept of BS. The movie. It's your movie. <laughs> kept the story. Yeah, kept the story. So that's gonna be my next project. Good for you. That's Hell why you have to yeah, do your own is. vehicle. You have to be the new Vin Diesel. Yeah. So this movie. <laughs> I'm saying you make your own Wait way. Minute. This movie about nefarious uh, right. crime uh, meets the you know meets uh, the acting and modeling world is just yeah. laced with anti-authoritarian uh, you know all over the place. Is it? Yeah. Well, from your anti-parking rant to telling people to go take a take a flying <laughs> leap with the old. Take, uh, uh, like well, models have to stick up for themselves. Nobody else is doing it. Yeah, models. Right? Models have to stick up for themselves. Yes. <laughs> now you're right. Why do you think Tyra Banks throws phones? That's Naomi Campbell. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, <coughs> I tried. That's the most okay. racist thing you've said in a while. Shut up! I just can't remember her name. No, what you just said is racist, sir. There you go. I don't Thank appreciate you. it. Now look at this. Now a, pr- a percentage of the revenue from LA superheroes will go to help struggling immigrants yep. through the St. James ESL. It's English as a second language uh, program, correct? Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, Churla, C-H-I-R-L-A dot org, yeah. which is an immigrant rights foundation as well. In Los Angeles. Yeah. That, that's the one. Did they help you first time yeah. around in your no, real life actually, career? No, or this you just... is what, what happened. I, when, when, um, when I made this film, I, I, I wanted to, because I really struggled. I, I had a hard time because I couldn't get my papers. It took me 17 years to get my green card. 17 years. That That's a long time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And... Uh, it's in the meantime, you're just bringing money to the country. And yeah, but dealing with a lot building of building a job. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. it's just it was. It, I went through quite a, a bit. So, 
I just wanted to give back. I wanted to help. You know, I, I didn't, I, I, that's the reason I contacted them because I felt that they help immigrants. I saw what they were doing and I just want to give a percentage of, of revenue to them because if I can help even one or two immigrants, people, they're struggling, they're here to, to work honestly, to do a good job and, and to have a good life, I, I would be happy with that. So that's why I, that's the story behind that. All right, well, we're trying to do stuff here. You know? Yeah. You're trying to do, we're not just, we don't want to make some money and do the next movie and build statues of ourselves. You know? <laughs> that will I, come later. Forget no. about that. No. That'll come after yeah. you die. You keep I want the work to, good yeah. and they'll build the statue for you. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, not to try to jump on with, I'm just trying to, I, I, I'm, I support with. All right, well, let's uh, one more time. L.A. Superheroes Illegal in Hollywood opens in the NoHo 7 Theater in North Hollywood on June 21st. You can go to lasuperheroesthemovie.com yes. for more information, including cast and crew profiles and future screenings and all that stuff. Uh, so a round of applause for Elena and Alex. Yeah. And we're going to go out with uh, Alex because Thank you guys. not only was he uh, occasionally walking past the frame in the feature, but he oh, also... Right. Uh, they call that wiping. Yes. he also he, Not that only did he the wipe, wipe the movie, <laughs> <laughs> he was a transition in the movie. Yeah. 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 Human transition. <laughs> yeah. transition. Whenever they needed to change locations, he just walked by. Um, but he was the composer as well. I scored the film. Excellent. Cool. I did score the film. And it's your first one? You know, yes. Jumping right in. Did Absolutely. You, the, the, the scene we listened to with the... I scored all of the music. No, I was going to ask who did the, the cop one. That's nice. Thank was, you. Th was yeah, you? I did do that. That was nice. No, I scored the great. entire soundtrack. I'm a yeah. musician. I'm That's not an actor. No, it sounded good. <laughs> You'll we, see. Sometimes. You check this stuff out. You'll see what... <laughs> What we're up to here check, with check. LA Superheroes. Okay. I thought you were saying, check the movie out. You'll see I'm a musician. Uh, <laughs> this movie is proof. I am no actor. actor. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. But we're going to we, we'll get some Ziziatis uh, haters, right? Like uh, like another fellow uh, <laughs> star. Oh, here we go. Here's the music. Some songs here. All right, so we're going to take this out. And remember, go see L.A. Superheroes. Support independent film. We here at the Movie Guys love when people are making indie films and when people are going to see it. So check out the NoHo 7 and the Burbank 8 here in a, the L.A. area. And hopefully, points beyond after yeah. that. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having Thank us. You. Thank you very Great much. Great Thank you once again for tuning in to another edition of the Movie Showcast. Uh, we, together, we are the Movie Guys. Individually, we are. Cameron Bowlby. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at the Movie Guys. And on Facebook, at Facebook.com slash the Movie Guys, as well as on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're on Vine. Technically, we're on Instagram. We don't do much there, but you can find us. Google Plus. I signed us up. Well, I'll check and see if we have any messages. What does it matter? Yeah, uh, this is probably the end of uh, the world, but I'm glad you spent it with us. It's been that? nice playing with you, gentlemen. We're on LinkedIn. It's been nice. Christ. And uh, all that shit, so it's it's tiring, really, to follow all the social networking. So uh, thanks to Yelena Popovich, um, actor and man of all trades, Alexander Zisiatis. And, of course, Steve Scholes for his uh, writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can find us at themovieguys.net. Thanks for listening. Jesus Christ. Oh, might be time to I'm just... Out. I got, I'm going to take my chances with the zombies. <laughs> <laughs>